Hey, you're Stocks from the Five Yard Rush podcast and you're listening to the Ballers Dynasty podcast. You're either here because you're in the league or you just got lost. Welcome, Ballers, to the Ballers Dynasty League podcast. It is the Week 9 Review Show. Uh, week 9 seemed to be a bit of a wet lettuce before the game started, but luckily it was the NFL and it gave us plenty. Uh, helping me review the matchups this week, as ever, we have got Stormo here. Hey, buddy. All right, Pitsy, what's happening? You're okay? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. It's been a, an interesting weekend as... As I've just alluded to, this, the games kind of felt like it was going to be crap, but we got some good stuff, so I'm happy with that. And my fantasy teams, on the most part, did okay. Yeah, the six o'clock, um, the six, six, six o'clock kickoff was good. Um, the evening game, by that last drive, was pretty pretty average. Um, and two games, two games at nine o'clock is crap, though, isn't it? Yeah, the the schedule in this season seems to be absolutely bonkers. Um, I don't understand that. Both, like, there's a few teams who are playing both divisional games before the nine, uh, before the ninth week, and then you get yeah, a week weird. like we just did. Then with only two in the evening, I think they're, surely they're better off spreading it out, but obviously not. Gosh. Anyway, right. Back once again, and joining us after meeting some of the Ballers crew, was it last week? Ten days ago? I don't know. Felt felt like ages ago. Anyway, Stocks. Stocks is back. Hello, Stocks. How are you doing? What's happening, people? No, listen. Um, so many questions, Pitsy, with your introduction today. You say welcome, Ballers, to the Ballers Dynasty League review. It's only the Ballers that listen, so... I'm confused with that. And then, what what's wrong about a wet lettuce? What why is a lettuce being wet bad? You've got to dry that, haven't you? That's, that's, you even get like a lettuce drying machine. That's, yeah. uh, I think it's you just, put it just in the a, norm. a spinner, and it gets all the water off, doesn't it? Uh, I don't yeah. actually know. I don't know whether that's a northern thing. Call someone a, a wet lettuce when uh, a bit of a bit, you know, a wet a bit of rubbish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know how to explain it. <laughs> Uh, and someone else used a wet wipe the other day. Called someone a wet wipe. I was like, "Oh yeah, uh, you're that. an absolute wet wipe." As a dad, yeah. as a yeah. dad, I like that one. Fair. Like that no, too. surely not. That's wet wipes are one of the greatest creations ever. They get they get everything out of everything. Yeah, they are yeah, fantastic, but, but you yeah, don't want to be called true. one. I don't know. I yeah, because if you that, if that, you that, were that. a wet wipe and going towards somebody's ass, then you don't want to be that wet wipe, do you? <laughs> I think I think wet wipes hit different down south. Okay. <laughs> Made a different stuff. Yeah, fair. <laughs> no, it was good to see uh, both of you. Actually, I haven't. I was just uh, saying on a little chat before we got in here. Good to see you both. I haven't seen either of you. Well, I haven't seen stocks since the Tottenham game. Was it three years ago? Mm-hmm. And then Storm. I haven't seen you. Well, when was the last time I saw you? The, top, the Tottenham game. <laughs> was that the Tottenham game as well? Has it been that long? Potentially. Bloody hell. Far too long. Far too long for you both. We need to sort that out next time. 
I do have an, a suggestion, Pitsy. Yes. Because obviously this is only an in-season podcast. Why don't we do like the Ballers Dynasty League book club or something in the off-season <laughs> where we can... It doesn't have to be a book. It can be like a TV review show or something just so we keep the podcast ticking, you know, get people ready and excited for hearing the voices again. Oh, I like that. I, I do like, like that. Movie review or TV review or book. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we struggled this off-season to put together anything, um, whether it was a review of the season or even a review of the uh, rookie draft. We just never got round to it, did we? So, yeah, keeping it ticking over would be nice. Yeah, for all our fans and listeners, you know, not just uh, the people in the league. <laughs> all them ballers. All them ballers. <laughs> Soft ballers. Everyone looking to hear The Rock's voice and listens to ours, but, you know, welcome. That's it. We're gonna do. We're gonna do a book club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got much to offer in the book game, but we'll 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 make something work. Sounds good, mate. Sounds good. So, guys, um, this was a tap one for me, but we'll talk about it in a minute. Pitsy, you know what to do. Drop a beat. Uh, 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 uh. I'm Gosh, trying to think uh, back. I'm trying to think back where I actually got that that track from. Um, but no one's come. No one's come after us for it, so that's okay. Well, it's <laughs> the the video game, isn't it? I, I don't know. I can't remember, mate. <laughs> What's happened since then? Um, I think yeah, it's anyway, the te- isn't it the Techno Bowl um, music? Is it? I don't know. I I'll, look, so. I'll look that. I'll look that up afterwards. I think yeah. Uh, if you if you if you um, Google or YouTube or whatever it is techno bowl uh, music, technical. then yeah, sweet. Okay, well, what was um? Tell us your highlight then, Pith. Highlight, yeah. Um, I have two. Um, first one is the Chargers and the Falcons not wanting to win. Um, and was it in? The, I can't remember if it was just before full time or whether it was just before the end of. Um, extra time, uh, but there was the double fumble where was was, there was there was one minute and thirty four seconds left. So yeah, it was time. Um, Eckler running up, he fumbles it. Falcons pick it up, run a little bit, they fumble it, and then Chargers pick it back up again. It was just absolutely stupid. But I love love plays like that where it's just absolute nonsense. Um, so yeah, a bit like last week when. Who was it that jumped over the top of them? Was it Fields? Oh, Fields. Yeah, Fields. Yeah, jumped, jumped over the top of them rather than putting them down. Yeah, just stupid things like that. Just makes it funny. Kind of like when um, Gurley was, you know, had to just fall down just before the, the line. And then obviously and then he went, went in, in for a touchdown. touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stopped and then fell in. Yeah. Uh, my second one is J-E-T-S, just, just, just. But also I've kind of written down source. Because it, it was good. He mate. he was just insane this weekend. They're already slating him as the uh, defensive player of the year. Ru- Not even, definitely the rookie of the year, anyway. So, nice. happy days. Nice. Right, stocks. Your highlight. Um, college football. Just college football is is the greater of the two games. I, I don't how see how you can dispute that, given what's going on right now in college football. You've got top 10 ranked teams losing. Alabama have lost two. Tennessee, Georgia, for the first time ever, were playing in a number one versus number one ranked clash. Um, 
most points scored. Now get this right, SMU versus Houston. There were 140 total points scored in the game. SMU won 77 to 63. Uh, That's more than nine different teams had for the entire season entering Saturday. Clayton Tune, the the Houston quarterback, threw for 527 yards, ran for 111, had eight touchdowns, and then he lost because Tanner Mordecai and SMU Mustangs account here. Tanner Mordecai had 10 touchdowns in the win. Ten. And combined, yeah, a combined effort of 16 passing touchdowns is the most ever in a game in FBS, FBS, FCS, Division Two or Division Three history. And what I don't imagine it's been done in NFL. So if anybody says to you that there has been a greater game of football this season, just tell them they're liars and point them to the, the highlights of SMU Houston because 140 total points, that's two points a minute for the entire, that's over two points a minute for the entire game. I might have to go on YouTube and try and find this game. I don't even know how you watched it. That's like, what, did the defense even come on the field or they're just like standing there? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, Tanner Mordecai was at Alabama and yeah. um, he transferred out. But I mean, SMU scored 35 points in the second quarter. They only scored seven in the third quarter. They pretty much stopped at half time. But <laughs> yeah, that's mad. I like that. I can just <clears throat> imagine my mum, like that. She used to when we were playing football uh, as a kid for an actual team. Um, she'd get really annoyed when our defenders were just doing absolutely nothing, and she'd shout in a Scottish accent, "You're standing there like a stucky," which is a uh, Scottish version of a scarecrow. <laughs> so I can just imagine if she was watching that that game. It sounds like all the uh, all the D's were. Standing there like a stucky, sir. <laughs> That's me. College football and some Scottish history and slang. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Stop giving your we're not, we're not oh, ready. Sorry, who, well, I say it. Who, who, who says we're not ready for book club? <laughs> <laughs> I've Maybe, got everything. Might even get more listeners. You know what I mean? Well, the rest of the league might even listen. That might be a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still not getting the full listen. <laughs> My highlights, similar to yours, Pitsy. Um, obviously, my my wife booked us to go see the fireworks on Sunday. My wife. Who, who puts the bloody fireworks show on Sunday when bonfire nights on Saturday? Um, yeah, ridiculous. I know, but no, I think clever, clever. Yeah. Then she was like, if you if you book it for the Sunday then everybody who might not have come to that one on the Saturday because they're going elsewhere comes because yeah. it's the only one on the Sunday. Yeah, and I think they always have it on a Sunday, thinking back. Um, and Emma was asking me, she's like, why do you keep checking your watch and stuff? I was like, she's like, oh, we just realised it's Sunday. It's football night. And she was just laughing at me. So that was a bit mean. So, yeah, I watched, yeah, really mean. So I watched a lot of rugby and then obviously Chargers were playing at six o'clock. Um, and I, as I mentioned to you guys, it's probably easier that I don't watch the Chargers so I don't break my TV or something like that. But then got back at about quarter past eight, so just just in the witching hour, saw the Chargers and the Falcons, saw the defense stop them, and I was like, okay, we just need to get down the field, kick a field goal, we've got this. Eckler did that run, fumbled. The lineman picked it up, ran the other way, 
had no one around him and then fumbled. I was like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> and then the Chargers kicked the field goal to win the game. So the Chargers that would normally do Chargers things uh, did it, but somehow undid it as well. So that was quite nice to watch for a change, being a Chargers fan. And, yeah, winning. I'll, I'll take that. So, uh, so And then moved on to the two mere games afterwards. But, uh, I'm going to stick with my, my boys winning somehow. As my the boys heart. on um, the boys on around the NFL basically said pretty much exactly what you said, where the Falcons and the Chargers were both doing chargery things and falconry yeah. things, <laughs> and it was basically who could be the least of their normal self. <laughs> and the yeah, Chargers I, seemed, I, to, I, seemed to do that. I still don't understand how Eckler fumbled the ball. I know the guy had his hand in there, but it didn't look like he actually touched it. And I, I thought it was down, but maybe that's just being biased. Um, and then the lineman had literally no one near him. He was just running. And then the ball just went, bloop, like a bar of soap out of his head. <laughs> bloop. Uh, and, yeah, and somehow the Chargers ended up getting a nice little drive, a nice little throw from uh, Herbert to Palmer. And Mr. Big Dicker uh, scored the game-winning field goal. Nice. What a well setting. Dicker, Dicker. Dicker. Dicker wins the game. Yeah, good. So, yeah, we'll, t- we'll take that, mate. I'm pretty sure that there's been a um, a commentator making some sort of... Uh, well, it wasn't really a faux pas, but he's definitely said that there's Dicker had been shoving it down the throat. <laughs> <laughs> just, just not thinking about what he's saying as well. No, yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, boys, let's get to it. That time is to review the matchups for week nine. Stomo, who have we got first? Um, this is an interesting game, to be fair. Uh, we all saw the chat this morning, so I was quite intrigued after I saw that. So we'll start with top of the table. Simon and his Fresh Princes of Iowa went up against the last place, bottom of the barrel. Mark and his rolling with the Mahomes. Uh, and even though this game was first versus last, they went back and forth and both... Teams were taking the lead during, you know, during during the game, and the, the predicted winner changed, and the percentages changed, and oh, it was just crazy. Uh, the score going into Monday night was two seventy two to two sixty seven in favour of Simon. Both teams had one player to play, and eventually the final score was two seventy four to two seventy six, with Mark scraping the win. Two 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 two. Yeah, two 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 two. Um, um, good. Yeah, that's again. Was it another a week where only? It was last week it was one point that had been scored, and this week it's only been two points that have been scored for Simon. So, so, so get me, just correct me. So, Simon had won by point two, and then there was a correction, and Mark ended up winning by two points. Is that, is that right? Is that... Yeah, I can't remember if it was Simon who'd lost points or whether Mark had gained points. I think Mark gained the points because I think Mark had 274.60 something originally. Okay. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just spitballing. I could be wrong. Yeah, I can't remember the text message that we got from Simon this morning where it said they were both on two seventy four, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your boy. And then Fair. Simon got the loss. Devastated. Absolutely devastated. Painful. I know that kind of pain. Don't you worry, Simon. I know where you're coming from. I think uh, Joe Mixon <clears throat> started it all off for Mark. Really, eighty two <laughs> points. <laughs> And then Etienne with 56 points. I mean, that right there is is absolutely nuts. Makes up for the fact that even though Benjamin only got eight and 
Matthew Stafford got 23. The rest of uh, Simon's team did all right. Like, he got some good points. It's the same as before. Like, but imagine getting 82 points and then losing. Um, I had uh, mixing in the Robert Wood League, and if I had lost, I would have been well upset. I think the one thing that really hurt Simon is the fact that Mark also had two bagels in his squad. Yeah, yeah, that hurts. But I think so we've talked about it before. Uh, Simon's wide receivers, he's got like the, the gold dust diamond running backs, but he's got like the, the bronze shaving <laughs> shavings wide receivers. <laughs> so, yeah. I, you'd expect Avante <laughs> Smith to kind of do something better, but it's, yeah, he's not in the most fable now that AJ Brown's there. And it's only Dallas that seems, Dallas and AJ seems to be, be getting the ball down there from Hurts. Yeah. Well, at least he's got got it in his team because he's got himself 37 points for that. Yeah, that was a good trade. So I think you need to send me another pick for it. <laughs> you know, like when you get a, a football player that goes to a team and if he gets like so many appearances or scores goals, you've got to send the other team more money. Yeah, it's That's conditional what... picks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So sorry, you've got to send me another pick first round, please. 23. <laughs> Who's next? Nice. Yeah, go for it, Stocks. So this, this write-up's changed, Pitsy, because when I first read this, it said, and after that debacle or something like that, or is that later on? That's later on. It's still in. It's later on. <laughs> That's um, later on. So the, the, I was just, sorry, I was a bit quiet then. I was just looking through the lineups of the teams trying to work out if anything could have been done either way, but I don't know. <laughs> it's, all, it's, all, it's all conjecture now, isn't it, where you, you look back and you think, oh, like Mark's team, you can't. Like the only there's like two tight ends is no no fan and Colcomet, which would have got him extra points. But I he wouldn't have put those in over Higby. He only no. got one. Like the Rams just failed miserably. Really, I think he needs to start commit over Higby though from now on. Yeah, he seems to be connecting quite well with Herb, uh, with Fields. Fields only throws for forty yards and Komet gets thirty nine of them. So. <laughs> I, and then, I, I think Clay, Claypool might have a bit more next week after a bit longer with the team yeah. yeah both teams didn't really have a bench like both benches were stark weren't they like, nothing on them I mean, it, it, was, it was, was a big bye week though wasn't it six, six yeah, yeah, week, yeah. It, it was tough I mean if you look at all the scores throughout the league the league I mean there's, there's lots of scores uh, around the 280 mark um 250 to 280, apart from a couple of teams who we don't really need to talk about this week. But um, <laughs> the uh, the second game this week was the battle between the four and four teams. Rob and his witching hour and Dan and the Finn Supers. Again, a relatively low scoring game for these two teams. And Dan had finished his score before Monday, finishing on 243. So Rob had something to chase. Rob, though, had a task on his hands and he was on 172 points but he still had two tight ends and his D to play. That sounds like an adult movie, two tight ends and D. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Save it for the copyright. Uh, copyright. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name for the off-season podcast. That's um, it. <laughs> uh, but Dan, Dan managed to hold on, and the final score was 243 to 221. That was a low one. That's a low-scoring game. The, uh, the, sorry, the, for the, uh, that podcast, two, uh, two tight ends and a D, surely that D is for the Don then. So me and Storm are the two tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate. Anyway, no sorry, yeah, we'll get back to the game. Tight end, so I'll take that. <laughs> Just yeah, such a low-scoring game. I don't know, was it? 
Well, yeah, Rob, two, Rob, Rob, Rob was the lowest scorer of the week. Only just. He he told me today, yeah. <laughs> only just. He only, he only outscored me by eight points. <laughs> True. But yeah, yeah I for, mean, for both teams to be getting under 250, it's, it's not not been a good week, really, for that, is it? Yeah. But yeah, look, Pitt scored under 10, Pittman scored under 10. Uh, Foreman, who went nuts last week, scored 13 points. Allen scored 36 points, which was unlike Allen, um, which is unlike the Bills, to be honest. So, yeah, that's, could... that was a big hit for, for Rob, wasn't it? Having Allen only score 36 points. Yeah. Yeah. He, he could be quite injured, couldn't he? Yeah, his his elbow was. I think people have been saying that the injury that he's got could have been a year out um, if it was a tear. They're reckoning that it's only either a partial or a sprain, uh, and he could be good, good to go this week. But that could be huge for the Bills and huge for Rob if that's going to be. Uh, a struggle for him for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, massively after letting Barrow go. I see, it's, it's uh, weird as well. My um, former Virginian Tech running back, Blackshear, on Dan's bench scored 31 points. I mean, he only had five carries uh, for 13 yards and a touchdown, but those eight points from the receptions and 40 yards plus a bonus for one for 20 to 29. I mean, what I'd give for 31 points from a running back right now and <laughs> Nobody's ever started. Nobody's ever going to start black shit ever. Um, yeah, yeah. I hate this league. <laughs> do you? Do you hate it? No, I, I love it really, but you do secretly deep down you hate it. It's just my struggles are very real now. Yeah, I'm, I'm very we'll, fraudulent. I was going to say we'll get to your game soon. <laughs> but... I was um, I was reading somewhere that they reckon white might. Take charge of the backfield in Tampa now as well. Yeah, strange. Someone was suggesting it. Wasn't Leonard Fournette really good a few weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. it was a beast. Like, it's mad. It's, but it's ta- Tampa have been. I know Tampa won, but they've been really poor. I've got them in that franchise fen- frenzy league where I own both shares of Tampa, and I was at four and zero oh at one point because they started off really well, and now I'm just nose diving. I just can't win a game because they've just been. Bleh. And not really doing a lot, not scoring a lot of points, not scoring a lot, not, not getting a lot of yards, and like because half my team's Tampa, the whole that whole league I'm struggling in at the minute. It'll be interesting to see how Brady goes now after getting his mojo from that last drive, and whether that then picks up with the rest of the squad. Because obviously, uh, he says he's quite a he kind of can keep private life separate, but what he's going through is monumental for someone in their life so the fact that he's having to yeah. deal with that and deal with uh, American football at the same time as old as he is I don't know it's it's pretty big isn't it so he's mojoed gone but that last drive was old school Brady being old school Brady and fucking shit up so yeah mate was it I think it I think he, who, was, who was again NFL? It was the around the NFL boys again. I think they were saying that the last drive. I think they had. I can't remember what was given. I think less than a minute on the clock, and he played such a hurry up 
uh, even when it went dead. I think the seconds on the clock, I think he threw it at like 22 seconds, 18 seconds, 17 seconds, and like just bish bash bosh and just absolutely nailed it down the field and, and got the win. So he still got it, even though the rest of the game is shit. <laughs> just pulls it out in the last two minutes. That's crazy because yeah. I think the I think the allocated time per play in a coach's playbook is six seconds per play. So when yeah. it comes down to timeout usage and stuff, they play for every six seconds being the time used for a play. So they work it out. But if you're throwing with four and two seconds after like bang bang, this like just the organisation throughout the team to even do that is crazy. Yeah, exactly. I, I was absolutely. It was mind blowing how how well he just kind of got everything together. It, basically, he was working so fast that the Rams D never got chance to swap out any of their their players. Their players, and he knew the package that they'd got uh, with the D that was in. He knew he could just throw all day on them, and who he was be it was who he was throwing it to. Um, I mean, I'm stealing all this knowledge from the around the NFL that I listened to this yeah. morning. But, but if you think it's about inter- it, like it's interesting gonna... to see and listen to how they were kind of dissecting the game, really. If you were going to choose any three wide receivers in the game to do a hurry down package, you would take Godwin, Evans, and Julio. Safe like... hands, aren't they? Safe hands. Yeah, yeah. They're to be all fair, he was actually thrown it to Scotty beast. Miller, and Scotty Miller was taking the big catches. So, yeah, <laughs> Scotty. He almost lost. Well, he could have lost in the game because he dropped one in the end zone. So perfect. Right. Enough of that game now. Let's go on to next up. Stocks. Your bye week assassins went up against Ollie and his Gotham City Rogues. Ollie went on to Monday night, well over 100 points clear. And the score was 293 to 167 heading into the Monday night game. Duff had his Titan to play. And Stocks, you still had your wide receiver, kicker, and D to play. And eventually, the final score was two nine seven to two two nine. I need to change my name. I need to change my name to the bi week assassinated. I think <laughs> yeah, you're well, missing Chase, mate, aren't you? Well, yeah. I mean, my the the moment J.K. Dobbins was randomly put on IR for being made of biscuit, that was the very yeah. start of the, the downward <laughs> fire apart. And, yeah. I, I, I'm Gino, though, Duff. what a player, mate. Gino. Loving a bit of Gino in my life at the minute. What a player. Yeah, I mean, it, I, he only scored a point more than Brady, so it actually doesn't matter who I play at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, no, he didn't. He scored, he scored 1.5 points less than Brady, so. Yeah, even just to have him in the... Com- having, having him in the conversation is just... A miracle for me because he's. I have been, no idea where he's just appeared from to to yeah. say he's. Yeah, it's nuts. Good that the yeah. Seahawks have worked it out and made him look like an actual quarterback. So I, I heard it somewhere like he's second in the race for MVP at the minute, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which is mad. I still can't quite work out Clyde Edwards the Hilaire and what. I mean, Kansas aren't a running team, though, are they? No. But, I mean, he was so heavily targeted in the college game. Mahomes wanted him, personally, after him at, at, at Kansas. 
You see, I think they just throw the ball to him, especially losing Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Nearly had two, way more two, involved. Nearly had two uh, targets as well, didn't he? Only caught one of them for 14 yards. Yeah. Four carries for five yards. That's quite poor. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard, mate. They, uh, they haven't had a proper running back since Hunt beat up that girl or whatever and then they kicked him off the team because he was decent at the Chiefs, but yeah, yeah he was. It's, it's not really been replaced since. Yeah, I mean, the 73 points from the New England defense helped us quite a lot. No, oh, man. Yeah, well, did they get nine Just sacks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nine sacks. <laughs> and a touchdown. That's, ridi- that's ridiculous. And, and a block. And a block kick. <laughs> and an interception. <laughs> and only allowed three points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, See, that's yeah. crazy. That's a, what are that's they, a quarterback what are score, they, is that? What are they scoring in a standard league? It'll be interesting to see that. Probably like 50. Yes, man. That's crazy. But yeah, Walker seems to be... He's getting like Henry carries, isn't he? 26 carries, even though you only got 109 yards. That's workhorse loads. As a, Seattle used to be like a committee almost. He's now getting that, way more than um, Carson got Penny. Yeah, I mean, he seems to be, at the moment, touch wood, not made of paper like the other two were. Yeah. Um, and this is the team that Seattle always wanted, but Wilson never let them have. Yeah. And I think that's what's working for him big time at the moment. This could be the end of Penny, right? Like... I think so. Like the fact that he's always injured and he just can't get through a, a game, let alone a season. And Kenny Walker's come in, and just slicing it up like he did at Michigan State. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's doing doing really well. There's a lot of uh, low scores in this game as well, with a zero from Kenny Osborne, two points from Sonny Michelle. Uh, but Duff didn't really need it. It's still, he made, 297 points is is still high high up there, really, isn't it? So, yeah, it's a fair weapon. You've got three players under five points. Yeah, three, three things have changed. He's got himself some running backs, he's got himself a quarterback, and things are looking up for him. He just needs to put a few extra pieces to his game, and he should be uh, a different team next season. I think that was the thing. He didn't have any running backs, did he? Any like RB ones? And now with no. Walker and Robinson, he's got at least got a fighting chance. Yeah. Which well, is I what Stocks is struggling with. Well, that's yeah. I was just about to say exactly the same thing. It's the running backs that seem to be the issue for you as well, Stocks. Which we've said all. We're talking about Evans is in there. He's providing. Yeah, I mean, he, he got more points than he did last time for you. What did he, what did he, he get? Fucking had to, didn't he? <laughs> What, what did he get his points for? Participation. It's, there's no stats for him. Point, there's no stats to tell us what he got 1.47 for. Did he do like we'll a, kick, a kick return or something? Probably. But yeah, it doesn't get any easier for you because LG is obviously Patterson's back as well. So that will, I know he's still got a decent amount of carries and a good amount of yards, but you won't be getting the workload. Nope. But he was on borrowed time anyway. I mean, well, yeah. I, I think they might use Algier a lot because he's shown a lot. So I think they'll ease Patterson and have Algier as their kind of a one-two punch with them both. I think. Yeah, I, think so, I yeah. mean, his, his yards after cat after um, 
his yards after contact are horrendous. They're like under two yards, I think, something like that. So if you touch him, he falls over. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's, you look at the the running backs in the in the college game at the moment, and there's, I mean, there could be five players now that could be good to elite fantasy options for their teams if they're drafted to the right spots next year. I mean, you look at Blake Corum for Michigan at the moment. He had a great year last year. Um, and then this year, he's just, he's unbelievable. Considering they know, like, teams know he's going to run the ball. He's just running over and through and round. And he's really good. And then there's loads of other people that we'll talk about closer, I guess, to the, to the season. But I guess I've just got to, not, I do, I've got to lose games now. I'm not losing on purpose, but you look at the strength of my team and it's, it's flaky at best without Chase <laughs> giving me, um, you know, I like need a running bench, back. And... I was going to say, there's nothing on your bench to be able to swap in to suggest that you aren't throwing it all away on purpose. So that's just the way that your team is set up at the moment. It, when you kind of, you were not tanking, tanking, <laughs> but you were doing a, uh, a sell, a sell of your team. And it's now showing how minimal, I think, is the word we're looking for at the moment. I think, I think if you have to start Evans, it says it all. That is enough about your team, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. With JK on IR and then obviously Chris Carson retiring, that hurt a lot. Chris Carson mm. retiring. Yeah. Um, because I'd already sold the running back farm for picks and stuff, and but hey, we we yeah. we we move. Well, that's it. I think a few picks in this next coming draft could see your season turn around massively. Well, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. Now, as as you said, it's uh, a massive plays a massive part who lands where. Yeah, yeah. Which I right. I I um. I did a, a massive tangent here. I did a, I can't remember that it was a dynasty or just a huge, it must've been a dynasty startup, but I did it before the rookie draft had taken, like the actual NFL draft had taken place. Mm-hmm. So there was players, um, there was players drafted that never even touched the NFL. And then there was players drafted really, really late that ended up being first round picks and flew off the board. And it was, it was horrendous because there was players, oh, I can't remember his name now. It was the year um, Trey Sermon got drafted. He There was another running back at Ohio State with Trey Sermon, I think. And I think Trey Sermon came from Ohio State. And this guy was really highly rated when you looked over rankings, websites and stuff. And he never, never, never even got picked up as a free agent or anything. And I drafted him quite high thinking it would be a steal. And, and then nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we see it all the time, don't we? Where players that we love in the draft process get drafted by an NFL team and it's just like, <clears throat> see you yeah. later. Bye. Yeah. It's weird because I, me and Storm have this conversation all the time. We listen to Rich on his Dynasty show for Five Yard Rush and he doesn't put any stock into where they're drafted. Whereas me and Storm quite heavily invest, well, not invest, heavily suggest that where they are drafted has a massive impact. Obviously, it depends on how, how good a player they are. Like, you look at Brees Hall going to the Jets. The Jets have turned the season around, obviously. 
Um, but some would suggest that going to the Jets wasn't a great move for the Brees Hall, but actually he's good enough to show that he's a good player. But then you turn around and look at... Uh, Bateman, Bateman at the at the Ravens. Yeah. I know he's injured, but... You've got Lamar, who's not really throwing. He's still still a runner, isn't he, in, at the end of the day? Or oh, any, any Chicago wide receiver. Yeah. Like there was all big talk about Mooney and nothing's happening with him. So yeah, it's pretty much anyone Wilson throws to at the minute as well. <laughs> well, you say that, but Wilson to Wilson seems to be the only thing that's happening at uh, the Jets. No, I'm talking, I'm talking about Russell Wilson. Not oh, Russell, Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose Jerry Judy right now, he's got no game to him, has he? Yeah, Sutton and Judy. Yeah. Judy was good at Wembley, though. A couple of good catches, moved the chain. Yeah, made it, yeah, made it win, but for, for fantasy purposes, they're both dead. But anyway, yeah. right, after that fast, Stormo, let's talk about your game. You went up against the Generals, and it was an absolute pounding. For once, your opponent didn't have their best game against you, and you got your fourth win of the season. Third on the trot. It was all over on Sunday night, and the final score was 357 to 244. And let's be honest, if your opponent had had one of their best games, it wouldn't really have mattered because 357 is stupid high. It's, <laughs> I, I, every time I come on, I say it's Storm Team. Your team is uh, probably the best in the league and it's finally hit a right stride. And you, yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't believe that you've only got four wins with this team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's fantasy football, isn't it? <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe either, don't you worry. Um, but that's how it sits, unfortunately. Uh, I had a week where like the running backs let me down a little bit or had quieter weeks, but my wide receivers who struggled last week stepped up. So, but yeah, when I saw that, and then my, my D who's been playing really well, had a like, just a chill, chill little week. So, but yeah, I think as I say, <laughs> my I team is... Fact, <laughs> I love the fact that you're saying quite a lot of your team have had a chilled week, yet you still have the highest point score of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, mate. They just they played well. Um I was watching <laughs> obviously Derek Henry and the, the Chiefs game. I'm still baffled by the Chiefs game actually, just in general. So Henry running now, like, oh god, Henry's gonna get about eight hundred points. And then it was super close. Went to overtime. But if you look at like the actual stats, as I've always said, I always check the box score first thing in the morning before I check any of my my fantasy scores. And I checked the game, so it was what seventeen fourteen or whatever it was, and bring up the Titans page. Henry gets five thousand carries, a hundred and something yards, two touchdowns. I was like, okay, that's all right. Willis twenty seven passing yards. I was like, oh, weird, fair enough. But then you look at Mahomes over four hundred yards and like two touchdowns. I was like, looking at those scores on paper, it shouldn't be, shouldn't have been as close a game as it was. It was uh, 2017. 2017, yeah. But yeah. if you like look at the stats compared to, I know Willis was terrible, but Henry's stats were good. But Mahomes getting 400 yards and Kelsey getting over 100 yards, the game doesn't make sense on stat-wise. Uh, but good for me because Mahomes scored loads of points and obviously Kelsey scored loads of points. But then Henry also scored loads of points, but just not enough. It was weird. The Henry, I think... They were so close to winning, were Titans. Uh, yet Derek Henry was on the bench at 
quite a significant part of the the end of the game, which uh, it makes it baffles me when it, even though you know that you need to be thrown it, you've got Henry who just runs the shit out of anyone. Why are you not using him? I think the other thing yeah. that is making me laugh is that Mahomes got forty three points just from throwing the ball. <laughs> exactly. I think he had 68 attempts, 43 completions. So that's 43 points just just there and then just for a pass. Obviously, 446 but, yards. But that goes Absolutely. back to the um, they don't run the ball, do they? No, exactly. Just nuts. Just nuts. Yeah, Mario, Mario yeah. is scoring 21 points down in help, I don't think. No. No. I would have expected a little bit more from that, but well, that game was just stupid as well, wasn't it? The uh, Chargers Falcons. <laughs> Again, that was more on the ground than it was anywhere else. Look at it. Look, look, go for it. Sorry. I was going to say, you've got to bench Young Way Koo, isn't you? Six points. That's that's mighty, though, for you, Stormer. He can't it be. Is. He's getting sacked in the morning, that is. <laughs> he, uh, Greg, the, Greg the leg on 11. Oh, devastated. Koo's getting sacked, mate. There's a lot of red in, the, he's, uh, in both teams, even though... Like I say, even though you scored 357, you've got quite a few players who actually scored under what they should have got or what yeah. they were predicted to get. Swift, man. I don't know what to do with Swift. He's doing my nuts in. Well, he's still only coming back from an injury. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's always injured. He's And then Jones could be injured. Um, I was just getting my full team back together almost uh, after having someone IR and buys and stuff. Uh, and if you look at my my starting team's really good, but I haven't really got a lot on the bench. I know I've got a, a bit, but yeah, I can't complain. They play well. Are you are you you're taking the piss with that, right? Nick Chubb, <laughs> and Khalil Herbert. Oh, shocking! <laughs> I've got a little bit. I've got a little bit on the bench there, stuff. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Your uh, Devontae Adams could have had a whole heap of a different game too. He, I think he had like 40 points in the first half. I think he had... Yes, yeah, 17 receptions or 10, 10 for 17. Yeah, and all of that, I think, was in the first half. I don't think he got anything in the second half. I think they just, for some reason, went away from it. And obviously, Jacksonville ended up winning. I really don't know what happened to Oakland. Oakland? That's a long time oh. ago. Las Vegas uh, in that I second half. It. I knew you would watching the Raiders just dismantle themselves. But it was weird because he was close to getting dropped because obviously last week he only got one reception. Or he caught one for five and got, what, three points? Yeah. But obviously, you can't, you can't really drop Adams, can you? Um, because no, he's still he getting quite a few targets. Exactly. He's still getting quite a few targets. He must have just had an off week, but he was like... Obviously, I forgot Jefferson on my bench. So I was like, oh, God, I've got to drop a wide receiver here. But, but yeah, so the joys of having the wide receivers I've got. I Too think. many uh, players in your team. <laughs> exactly. My top bench and all that, you know, guys. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, you know, we were talking about Mooney and not doing very well. He got 25 points this week. <laughs> did he run the ball or did he return the ball? Because, like, Field's got, like, three throwing yards. He had seven for eight receptions, 43 yards and a touchdown. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you'll take that. 43 yards, though. That's just... When you've... Yeah. Not a lot going on there. 
Not but yeah, like no. Tony, Tony, who's miraculously recovered. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> only scored five points. <laughs> well, he's just getting back in. He's just getting back off his wheelchair. Yeah, it's it's coming around. It's coming around. <laughs> <laughs> right, finish, finish, finishes off then. Storm out. Okay, finishes off. We have your game, Pitsy. The strong side cornbread went up against Susan and Father Chiefs. This one was meant to be close. But nothing like we expected. Going into Monday night, Pitsy, you were up by around 60 points. Both teams had players to play. Susie had a running back. Pitsy, you had a running back. Andrew QB. And in the end, it wasn't really a contest. And the final score was 348 to 226. Yep. Boom. Thank you. I'll take that one all day long. It's just nice numbers, isn't it? It's about time that it's, it's, I've had a few weeks now where I've scraped by 300. So it was nice to get back to. A solid score again. If you'd have started Justin Fields, you'd have hit 400 points, Pitsy. Yep. There was no way I was starting <laughs> Fields, was I? No, of course not. <laughs> Although I'm going to have to start him next week because uh, Jackson's out on a bye. So I'm hoping that he gives me another 81 points. That'll be great. Yeah, you'll take that. You know who I've slagged off a lot of, a lot of my career, I'll call it, um, is Sanders. Um, and he's having a quite steady little season because I've got him in the Robin Wood League, and he's I wouldn't have over drafted him. Yeah, it's just he's yeah, it's doing the hard doing the hard graft, taking a bit of shine off Hurts, you know, carrying the ball when he needs to, and it's just uh, it's doing all right. So I'll take that back, Sanders, for all the crap I've given you over the years, mate. I think it's just he gets a usually gets a touchdown every week, ticks over the yards, ticks over the carries, and usually gets me around thirty points, which is. The kind of the average score that you're kind of wanting to get from a running back in this league. If you scrape, exactly. scrape into You'll thirty, that, yeah. then you're, you're okay. And that and Jamal Williams, he got me that thirty mark again, which was good. Uh, for once, then, actually, this this week, Mostert didn't get to the thirty mark. He he struggled, which was weird because it was a high scoring game. Was the uh, Miami game, but they were never. Then, they were always too close to each other. They weren't running away with it. So, which is probably why the run game wasn't in, involved. And Drake did you well as well this week, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, 50 points. That was lovely. Loved it to see. I had to start him, though, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do with him next week. Probably I have to keep him in again, I think. Oh, no, I can't because he's on a bye. So I can't do that. You have to take him out. <laughs> so, Cooper Cup, I've put notes down on this. So, he got me 39 points, and that Rams game was disgusting. Like, it was such a snore fest. Um, but I wrote down 22 for nine. That means there was 22 times that the Rams did not throw the ball to Cup when it, when Stafford um, dropped back to pass. That nine stands for how many yards those 22 passes created when it wasn't given to Cup. Yeah, that's mad. Just that is nuts. And that just shows you how shit the Rams are at the moment, apart from Cup, who is sitting nicely on my team. Yeah, and Hill's doing you really well. Hill's, Hill and Tua, well, Hill and Waddle are doing great with Tua, aren't they? Yeah. And then you're getting, you're getting a constant 65, 70 points from them. So, Yeah, it's a shame that Debo's not featuring at the moment. I kind of need him. 
back, but it's his hamstring, which you don't want to really rush, do you? Yeah, well, Keenan's been out for ages with his hamstring, hasn't he? So. Yep. But yeah, if you look at Capra, Capra's got eight, eight receptions of how many of the targets. Everyone else eight, in that eight team's... Eight yeah. Robinson only had three. Brown got one. Uh, no one else gets the ball. But I was just saying, why don't they just put three people on Capman? Stafford's not going to throw to anyone else. Yeah. Well, you look, he only gets nine yards from 22 other throws to other people. Yeah, it's crazy. Triple team cup and you're done. <laughs> exactly. Beating. I mean, don't do that because that I need my 30-plus points every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was nice to see Hawkinson when after his trade to uh, my Minnesota went nicely. I kind of was a bit worried that he'd drop off, but he got me just shy of 30 points, caught all nine of his um, targets for 70 yards. So that was a nice investment. So that was good. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. It's always tough to go, you know, in your first week. Um, and I've always said this, that Cousins has not really been great with a tight end. Um, but he's probably not had one of Hawk's, you know, capabilities and skill sets. So it'd be interesting to see how Hawk gets on. Yeah. Because, because we know Cousins is a mauler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's just going to straight up replace Adam Thielen. Yeah, yeah. You know, that makes sense. I'll be happy with that. I just need some points for him. It'll be good. Um, Susie's side of things, there wasn't really anything. Who's opened a window? Sorry, man. I was checking a box score and it was playing something. My bad, team. My bad. <laughs> I was I like, that I didn't, someone, I didn't want to talk lost to you. Lot. I decided to watch some football. <laughs> <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> I'm keeping that in now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, her running backs let her down. They're all under, pretty much under 20 points. You got one points for Hines with his, I mean, that, that game was rubbish. Uh, <laughs> it was. 21 points from Kamara, which is really low for him. 17 for Dylan. After last week. Yeah. I expected more from Dylan because obviously Jones got injured, but he only got 17. Again, that game was rubbish. because for, for Green shit. Bay. Uh, Diggs, after getting. One amazing reception the first play of the game. Obviously, then the rest of the Bills game was kind of choked up by the, the Jets D. So, just nothing nothing really happened for Susie, unfortunately. I mean, fortunately for me, but unfortunately for her. The, yeah. Just nobody scored any points for her. And I obviously started the Seahawks and they got me 41 points, which is massive compared to what I've been used to, like eight points from the Steelers' deal as of. See? See, you've learned. We said that. Start the Seahawks and you win. Save the yeah. cheerleader, save, you know, save the world. Start the That's Seahawks, it. win the game. That's how it works. <laughs> okay. Right, Stormo, give us a quick rundown of your champions. Champions of the week. We um so high well, score. You gotta you gotta sing it. Come on. We are the. Ch- I thought you said quick, so I tried to do like a fast forward version. <laughs> well, can... We are. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too much pressure. Too much pressure on me now. <laughs> uh, so highest scoring quarterback was Fields. We've talked about him. Scored a massive eighty-one points. Uh, Mahomes, it's you know what I think is Fields is not a quarterback, he's just a running back that can throw. I'm, that's what I'm gonna put it on him, yeah. 
So he runs loads and then every now and again he'll chuck a pass and get some points for that. Uh, and he ends up throwing to Cole Komet. So you'll get a few points for that running back slash hybrid quarterback, whatever you want to call him. Pat Mahomes scored 79 points and Tua scored 57. Running backs, we talked about Mixon, Walker and ETN. So Mark got two of the top three there, which was cool. Wide receiver, Adams, Cup, Hill, Jefferson. So what, what's, what do you notice about that pattern there, Pitsy? Two high-scoring teams in the week had the top four wide receivers. Yeah, well said. I don't know, you even said it better myself. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tight end, got up 37. Kelsey, 36. Komet, 31. High-scoring kicker, Falk. High-scoring defense, 73. And the Colts defense, 42 points. And the Seahawks, 41 points for you. Oh, third high-scoring defense. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'll take that. Highest or highest scoring non-starters. So Fields was on your bench as we, we talked Standard. about. Yep. Um Stocks already talked about Blackshear on Dan's bench, 31 points. I had Mr. Palmer, Joshua Palmer in my taxi squad, 29 points. Commit 31 points for Mark Tart and uh, Greg Deleg on my bench, 11 points, who might be getting Ku's starting spot because Ku's getting set. And then <laughs> Stocks, you had the Lions with 31 points. On your, on your bench. Um, Mark has obviously seen that bagel he got from Ronnie Rivers and just binned him off straight away. He's <laughs> 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 like, you twat, bam, you're gone. <laughs> Have one decent game and then you fuck it all up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're gone. Sweet. Right then, we have uh, now all played each other once uh, so after nine games, here is how things lie with the updated league table with everybody playing each other. So starting at the bottom, there's two teams, two and seven. Uh, Thacker now lies last uh, after Mark got his second win of the season. So Mark moves up to ninth place on two and seven. Then we have three teams all nestled in nicely on four and five. So two games above those two at the bottom. Uh, Ollie is in eighth on four and five. Rob actually slips out of the top six for the first time in a long time. He is now in seventh, but that is because Stormo managed to get his fourth win of the season and he has moved up to sixth place. Then we've got another three teams that are on now five and four. Stocks, you slipped down to fifth place after your loss. Uh, Susie heads up to uh, fourth on five, does that mean was she lower or higher? She dropped down. I think she must have dropped down because Dan moved up after his win yeah. to go to third place on five and four. And then the top two have swapped again. So Sai, he's now on seven and two after his loss, which moves him down to second. That's with my win. I go up to seven and two and into first place. I think that is my best start to a season in forever. Your whole fantasy career, man. Yeah, you're normally quite shit. Yeah, I am. I'm usually scraping her in that sixth part where you are right now. Yeah, yeah. Hanging about, just, you know, hanging on by like a, a Klingon at the bottom of the league there. Yeah. Or the bottom of the playoffs. Uh, and Stocks, you're talking about your team obviously falling apart. You're only one, one loss slash you, Rob and Ollie getting one win away. I'm, Storm, I suppose, but Storm's already in the uh, playoffs. 
those guys kind of moving up and down, which means you could fall out of the top six into the bottom four, where you're kind of wanting to be now, I suppose. Yeah, spoiler alert, next week I'm playing Ollie, so it's a huge six-pointer. Yeah, it is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going to change things up. Um, and then the two, Mark and Thacker, they're five games to go, is it? So where does that take them? Seven. I mean, seven. I, I, can't, I can't see them getting seven wins, can you? I mean, they're not going to get five wins. Uh, in the last five games, are they? They've got to play each other once as well, haven't they? Yeah, surely. Because they both finished in the bottom four, which means that they yeah, both play each other. So there's a loss there between one of them. So I can't, unfortunately, see you stocks getting uh, first or second pick in the draft, but there's definitely potential that you can get third or fourth pick. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I need to move I mean, up because you... Mark's got my pick. I can't have him having two low picks. Yeah, that's true. You need to kind of move, keep keep moving up. And I want Dan to move down because I've got his. Come on, Dan. Start sliding, bro. <laughs> well, to be fair, it doesn't matter where they finish in the top six overall because uh, that top six changes for the playoffs, doesn't it? So whoever gets champion still gets first pick. It's not done on the overall for the top. No, that's right. I want, I want, I want Dan to finish seventh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's only one, one loss away, isn't he, from seventh place? So yeah. Sorry, it's Dan, very, tight, lucky, but very tight in that middle middle point. Yeah, extremely. Yeah, like the next two or the next two or three weeks is. I think there's going to be a lot of movement from three to seven, three to so eight potentially the, even. In the top six stocks, you won't play anyone apart from where did you finish last season? Third? Bottom third, sorry. Or fourth? I I don't know. I was down there. So in the top six right now you will not play anyone, I don't think. It's It's a massive week for the bottom four. Well, I say bottom four. I'm not currently in the bottom four, but next week I won't. I won't ruin next week's show. I'm just. Saying <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert, but uh, a tease for next week to make sure you're listening as well. Teaser. Um, but yeah, I think you only play people who are in the bottom. Don't you play your your black polar opposite as well? So yeah, yeah. So, so that was uh, playing, that was playing. Rob, wasn't it? Mm. So Rob will move above you if, obviously, you lose to him. And then you'll be playing Thackermark and Ollie. I'm just looking now. Who else was on the... Dan. Was it Dan? Oh, so, oh, so Dan, yeah. So my schedule, my schedule is Mark, uh, Mark, Duffer, Thacker, Dan. Like, the next three weeks are huge for me. Yeah, <laughs> man, you could well, you could get three wins there, you know. <laughs> you could be on fucking eight and four in three weeks. Yeah, but if that happens, I'm coming for the belt, aren't I? Let's be honest. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Suppose go big or go home, like, as they say. Again, spoiler: looking at your points predicted next week, I can't see you getting a win <laughs> next week. But <laughs> but the stranger things have happened. 
He's got That's Gino, brilliant. mate. Anything can happen. Yeah, Gino could end up going off on one and getting 100 points. 2023 MVP right there. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's in playing in Germany, isn't he? So, anything, yeah, he could get some German air inside him and go crazy. I've got quite a few buys next week. Yeah. You I could put a brat horse in the wrong place, you know? You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, away we go. <laughs> you like boys can chat. You, you like can chat, man. Yeah. Well, two weeks on the trot, we've gone over an hour. That's good. I like it. I mean, this is exactly what Stocks wanted, wasn't it? He's not listening to this one because he's on it. Well, so. yeah, he's not listening to this one. <laughs> Everyone else is going to be cursing us. Yeah. Sorry, team. Uh, that's why we're here. Bring the heat. Love it. <laughs> I was just going to say, just for that, just. Just wait for that four and a half hour Lord of the Rings book club special. Is all that <laughs> platinum disc two disc edition? Exactly. <laughs> We're doing it all oh, in one. I think I'm more excited about that than the rest of this league, to be honest. Um, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's get that Any, sorted. Anyone have any book suggestions to crack on for the season? <laughs> we'll change. <laughs> we'll change the way we uh, we go to do things here. Well, if people put it in now, by the time the draft comes around next year, we might have actually read it. So There's no chance I've read, read a book by that time. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's like the Beano. Maybe we can do a Beano review. What about John Madden's autobiography? Uh, I need to buy it first. And you know I'm a cheap I don't know. Document, so. I don't know if he's got one, but I'm saying that that might interest you in reading a little bit. Yeah, true. I can tell you the books I have read. We can do those, and that way I already know them. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys read Harry Harry Potter? (laughs) No, mate, I haven't, actually. I don't like Harry Potter. I know, that's why why I mentioned it. (laughs) Awesome. Are we going off on a tangent here, team? Yes, sorry. Stoxy, always a pleasure chatting. Good seeing you, as we said. And thanks for coming on. Thank you for putting up with me for an hour and three minutes, boys. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure, mate. It's never, never putting up with you, mate. Thanks. <laughs> that is a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> that is a compliment. Uh, well, yeah. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> I'm just going to hold your balls and. <laughs> 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 <laughs>